and welcome to season two, episode three, part two of Port Casadora, The Wind Whispers Escape of Record of Immortemus's new season, The Dragon Witches of Ackermont. This is part two of Port Casadora, The Wind Whispers Escape, which was the episode two. This is part two of that. Uh, the last episode was part one. I'm your game master and host, Nick Nelson. Um, as usual, joined by my normal crew, uh, Peter, Seth, Neil, and Dottie. We're still missing another player. He will be joining us very soon. And tonight, we're going to be picking up exactly where we left off in episode two, part one. Uh, Peter's character, Aman, was lounging in a hammock. He had a stray cat on his chest, and it just rolled a dexterity and athletics uh, to catch a stone in midair that was kind of tossed up at him. Uh, there was writing on it, and the writing said, Blobfish, potential job, Leary. From there, Amon was just about to roll a perception and alertness to see where the stone had cometh from. From here, we'll dive right in. by thousands of years of wars, driven by elder gods and demigods, leaving nothing left in his path but chaos. Sagittarius Troy, the emperor of chaos army, and the country of Marmond, had just shy of conquered every country in Obisia. Driven by madness, and the only elder god left to man, monster, or faithful, Lucriatus, god of Hades and master of deception, yet Amidst all of this, there are still heroes waiting to bring balance to chaos and maybe a fragment of light to the Dark Continent. I, Mortimus of the Primes, one of the last few remaining subordinate celestials of the ancient gods, tasked to aid man and creature alike, tirelessly search for these heroes and hopefuls and maybe influence them to the will of the ancients. I've been stranded with old and new heroes on the island of Arcos, deep into the black waters near the borders of Marmond and Dried territories, but this is the record of Mortimus, and this is my telling of the Dragon Witches of Akramon. Before we dive in, let's go ahead and set the scene a little bit too. I mean, we're we're on the cliffs here of Akramon. You know, the water's crashing below. You do just like everybody else, and, and further in the game, we'll we'll get it further into that. For protection, you do go to the center of town. When we get into this game, you'll see what we're talking about when the fog rolls in. But unless that happens, unless you hear the bells coming, you pretty much stay in this bungalow. Yeah, that's where that's where I hang out most of the yeah. time. Um, what if you could describe the bungalow? What does it kind of look like? I, I mean, it's not shabby. It's it's uh, well crafted, but it's uh, open and breezy. It's uh, you know a hammock and 
know, just a, a, a little cooking area type of thing. He's not. He's not a. He's not a man of means. Yeah, I gotcha. But he's comfortable. Yeah, and he likes it. Perfect. Okay, so back to the roll. So, what did you get for your um, perception alertness? I got two eights and a six. Perfect. So you know exactly where the stone came from. Uh, you look to your left, where the cliffs kind of run down uh, out your little balcony there a little bit, and you see a small child. Ooh, like notice that you notice them, and they just bolt like immediately and scurry off off on the cliffs. I, I shake my fist. Fuck you, little bastard. <laughs> Your cat jumps off your chest. <laughs> I'll take a gander with the uh, the stone. Like I said, the stone does say blobfish, potential job, Leary. And as you know, Leary uh, is Dottie's character, and she's a friend of yours in this world. Mm-hmm. So, uh, And she has gotten you work before. So, you know, um, could be a potential or a potential good job. All right. Well... Take off my sarong and put on my adventuring gear. Okay. Yeah, you know, never want to travel the streets around here without. No, no, don't go. No. Um, just a little bit about your character and his backstory a little bit. You're, as we spoke about in the last episode, you're not from the island. Not from the island. No, I, I, I came to the island under uh, false pretenses. Exactly. And you've been here for how long now? Two, three years. About, I don't. I don't remember about, about yeah. that. Yeah, way well, like far longer than he's having with. Yeah, exactly. And then your character is is uh, is he a marmon or is he technically? He's technically a marmon. He was okay. he was born uh, from a drow. Uh, his mo- his mother was a drow. Gotcha. And that and that's where he was uh, conceived. And, and, and you were you're from a, a place called Bridgetown. Bridgetown is this huge miles long bridge across this bay that connects Dryden, which is in the north, a country to the north, to Marmond, the chaotic country to the south. The bridge is split between two factions, the southern chaos, which is Marmond's, and the northern chaotic front, which is a a kind of a, a disbanded you know, group of Marmonds that used to patrol that area hundreds of years ago and they decided it wasn't that wasn't a, going along with what their beliefs and core chaos beliefs were so they they branched off and became the northern chaotic front and they've been fighting the southern chaos for hundreds of years and for a while there's been a ceasefire there so you know there will still be skirmishes on the bridge and whatnot but your character's from the southern side from the southern side and uh, you used to uh, be a monster kind of slayer, right? Well, that, I mean, that was that was his vocation before he got stranded on this island. Gotcha. And the whole reason he came to this island was to slay a monster here. And you, your character was kind of duped. And he, uh, was, he was duped. He, like, no one said that you couldn't get off this yeah. motherfucking island. So you came here, slayed the monster, and now you're like, wait, what? I can't get yeah, off? Where, where's my ride home? Yeah, and they were like, uh, fuck you, sorry. Basically. <laughs> Well, cool. Um, so you get geared up and you make the hike back towards uh, the city of Ackerman since you're in the outskirts. It's not too far. Uh, you make your way there. You kind of brush. Even at nighttime on a Tuesday, it's pretty crowded through the streets and whatnot. And you kind of make your way through and wearing your armor and stuff like that, people do step out of your way. Not too many people until you get down to the docks, which is where you're headed. The docks, different story. Well, I don't... S- 
swing my dick even when I'm around. Try to be a man of the people. Exactly. He's happy go lucky. Go lucky. He's, you know. No, I totally hear you. Um, you make your way to the blobfish. And as the motherfucking bluff, the yeah, <laughs> it's the uh, it's the lusty blobfish. Um, and as you come, you know, as you walk through the doors, the exterior of this place, as I said, uh, bef- I don't think I described the exterior of this place. As you're walking up, you kind of go down this weird stairwell, this wooden stairwell that goes down towards the bottom of the docks. I mean, we're at the very bottom of the docks now. Like I said, uh, Akraman is set up in kind of like up these cliffs, up like a tier system all the way up to the, you know, nobility at the top. The very bottom is the docks, you know, and she's got herself, this goblin uh, that named Tartar that owns the place, has herself a little nook in, in this, you know, very edge of the docks, you know, in the corners where the cliffs are. And actually, I, I'm going to take it to Seth's character for a minute here just so he can kind of see where he's at because I'm going to describe it to him too and what's been happening with him and why he's where he is and whatnot. <clears throat> he just clears his throat. It's the click of doom now. <laughs> <laughs> I want credit. I stopped making penis jokes as soon as I heard the click track. Yes. Grimdorf. Yes. You've been on the island now for about eight days. Okay. And you're getting a little antsy. Just eight days, huh? Yeah. All right. But it's been... An uncomfortable eight days, because mainly <clears throat> Mortimus has been with you all eight of these days, and you've never spent this much time around this being. Yeah, I don't particularly like Mortimus. So. Yeah, and it's just you and Mortimus, and he has given you zero answers to what the fuck is going on, why you're on this island. All you knew. This is the last place that you guys were. You were supposed to be teleporting somewhere else. This is not where you were supposed to be teleporting. You showed up here, and for some reason, he's not teleporting, and he's not getting you off the island. Has he looked at me meaningfully and or cryptically and said anything cryptic? I mean, he's Mortimus, so it's kind of most of his dialogue. Yes. But it's different. So, I mean, go ahead and roll your uh, perception and empathy. Sure. Let's see what you pick up. All right, I get five dice in that. (laughs) Leave it to Seth to go. I did it on purpose. (laughs) All right, so uh, what's the difficulty? On Mortimus? Yeah. Nine? All right, I passed. How many successes? With one success. And it was a 10. No botches. I'm good. He seems... He seems injured. Physically and his ego seems injured. He also seems concerned for his well-being and yours, oddly enough, too. It's been eight days. You don't know where Octavius is. Um, When you got here, the first place you came was this tavern and inn and you got a room and you've just been waiting in the bar waiting upstairs and you've been explicitly told to not speak to anyone and it's really hard for you grimdorf because that's what you do <laughs> you know right what I mean? indeed <clears throat> um tonight's different you and mortimus go down to the bar tonight mortimus has been thinking a lot he hasn't been talking a lot and eight days is a long time not to talk to somebody especially somebody you don't like um you think that's the opposite 
Actually, it's actually easier to talk to somebody you don't like than it is to talk to somebody you do like. Sometimes. Yeah. You go down to the bar room of the lusty blobfish. Let me explain the lusty blobfish. So he's been quiet, you said? He's been very quiet. Now, the lusty blobfish is a two-level, double-jetted, timber-framed house-style building. It has multiple cantilevered exterior joints holding up the second floor. You know the kind of building I'm talking about. It's cornered in front of a dark alley, and behind that alley rises a cliff. And in front of it is a dingy, lamped, cobblestone street with a rickety dock looming from it. Oh, no. The interior is mostly booths lined with booths, old windows, curtains that don't match, tables, Mm. cloths on them that are stained. There's carpet in here, which is dirty. It's old. It smells like salt water. There's a kitchen. I mean, it just smells like fried fish and, and beer is what it smells like. So it doesn't smell bad. Maybe not to an elf. It doesn't smell too No, pleasant. but I can smell that right now. You're describing it. Like, that just hits my nose. Yeah, the sl- you can smell seawater <laughs> yeah. and fish and chips. Yeah. It's Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> a tavern. The ceilings are low in here, like really low. Even as a dwarf, you feel like they're low. I put on my gloves before I enter this room. <laughs> well, this is the, this <laughs> is the place like, you've been staying. Idea. This is the place you've been as staying. As has been my routine for the past eight <laughs> yeah. days when I come down the stairs. Especially if boofing's going on. <laughs> Watch the guy boofing in the corner. And, there's no boofing, um, but there's not a lot of. There's no boofing, um, but every day and every night is this goblin hag tending bar and servicing the inn upstairs, which in one section of the tavern does overlook the tavern with a stairwell to the upstairs end part, which you guys are staying in. You have a real quaint, nice view of the cliff behind the building. Hmm. In your room. Like I said, uh, Tartar is uh, stringy-haired, chapped-lipped, herpied-mouthed, patched, smock-dress-wearing goblin with sailor tattoos. So she's pleasant. Good morning, Tartar. (laughs) She's very, uh, actually, she's very talkative, actually. You look as lovely as ever. (laughs) But she doesn't speak in common. Okay. She speaks in Goblin. And she does not shut up. And she runs the bar? Uh-huh. Only speaking in Goblin, though? The locals that do hang out here have known what to order and how to order it from her. <laughs> can I, can I roll intelligence and uh, linguistics? Sure. All right. I feel like Goblin probably sounds the way a ferret sounds when it gets excited. Oh, don't talk. <laughs> don't talk ferret to Seth. <laughs> you know what they do? Like, the, 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 the thing. <laughs> I guess I passed again. What's the difficulty? On linguistics with a Goblin? Huh. Um, six. Standard. All right. Then I Maybe got... Maybe a seven. I got four successes. Well, if it's a six, then I got three successes. But if it's a... Or if it's a seven, I got three successes. But yeah. She's actually very easily to, com- to communicate to. Okay. What do I What do I think? Was the, the Valerian when she's like pulling up the dresses? Yeah. She's like- <laughs> <laughs> no. I said, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> um, she's actually very easy to communicate with considering that she's a fucking goblin. Anyways, so you and Mortimus, like I said, have been here for eight days. 
And just to remind the listeners, you are playing the same character, Grimdorf, as season one. Your dwarf is a noble from the guild, the merchant's guild, of the grand metropolis of Tradegate. Seth, so this has been your eight days here. And finally, Mortimus in his depression from the room, hasn't moved, hasn't talked to you, hasn't said anything, comes down as you're sitting at the bar. And in a quick description of Mortimus for the listeners, just in case you don't know what he looks like yet and you haven't listened to season one, or gone to the website, obisia.com, you have to look at the drawings. He's a bulky, muscular build, about six foot four, wearing a massive black, dirty cloak that covers most of him. Uh, that has a black wolf pelt collar around the shoulders, which adorns a wolf head. He has a massive black beard, long black knotted dreads. His features are sharp and his age is as obscure as his intentions are. His eyes are the thing that sticks out the most about him. They're, they glow a soft white color. He has no pupils. He is a prime. He says, come join me at the table. Ah, Mortis. I would love to. You guys find an area in the bar that's kind of away from everyone. Um, he slides casually into one of the booth tables. Um, you do too. It's kind of awkward because you're a stocky dwarf and he's a large titan type character. So you look a little odd sitting at this small booth. We're going to go for a walk tonight. As we go down to the docks, you and I are going to discuss as loudly and as indiscriminately as possible <clears throat> our plans for escaping this island. So my suspicions are correct. You're as stuck here as I am. He sharpens his eyes and smiles. I'm never stuck anywhere. Anywhere? Sometimes I'm in places I don't want to be. Doesn't mean we're stuck. Then why would we need to escape? Escape means that you can leave. Stuck means you can't. I intend on leaving this island. But you won't be taking me. I didn't say I was going to leave you here. I rather like your... No, I don't. <laughs> I don't like it at all. You're not leaving very many scenarios left, Mortibus. You've been spun into my fates. I have to take you with me. I'm not going to leave you here. And if I did, well, it wouldn't matter because I had left you here and I had moved on. <laughs> hmm. So what exactly are we going to be doing? We're planting seeds. Planting seeds? I'm going to speak loudly. And plant what seeds into whose heads? As I can tell as much as I know about Arkas, as an old an island as it is, I haven't been here in a while. They seem to have a hierarchy just as anywhere else does. I imagine if we walk around and we talk about leaving, I think we'll find somebody that can help us. Help me, you mean? Wait, you or me? Never mind. What time? Let's go now. It's a nice day for a stroll, don't you think? Now is good. Put your happy face on. And put on a hat and grab my sword. You guys walk and stroll around for a while. And a cloak. You talk. And he talks about things 
That is only between you and Mortimus. Okay. You and I will discuss them someday. Does there... Mortimus pee in two directions as well? <laughs> no, he does not. God damn it. <laughs> not two directions. But you understand like why people may think he's mad. Because he talks about things that just don't make sense, Grimdorf. All right. Not for you. That, all right. And not for any sane person on Abyssia anyways. That's how I feel about Mortimus on any occasion, so that, that sounds about like a Mortimus conversation. Yeah. And you haven't spent much time alone with him other than these last eight days anyways, especially this last couple hours. True. Not last season, certainly. Yeah. He says, I have some supplies. I need you to get... I'll meet you back at the hotel. I'll see you there. Actually, he says, the inn. He hands you a list. It's a small list. Smoking tobacco. It's dried meats. Rather peculiar dried meats. Meats you haven't heard of before. It must be indigenous to this island. Okay. I mean, what else would that Mortimus need on a fucking weird indigenous island like this? What else would he want? Some kind of um, complex booze. Like a, a, what do they call oh, that? brandy? Like a brandy, but what is that? Like expensive brandy that Grandpa oh, used? Cavarse. A cordial. Uh, yeah. Some kind of cordial. What is the one? What is Cavarse? It's a... No, like a cordial. Exactly. That's a cordial. Yes. I think you'd want a sweet cake. A sweet cake and a cognac. (laughs) A rather expensive one, but not too expensive. He hands you three Lacritons. Seth, it's an easy task. And um, he takes your other coin sack because you don't be walking around this area. Hello, Sunday. As you're walking back, the lusty blobfish, you kind of casually push through. A group of people hanging out. Excuse me. Back to you. So, like I said, um, where you left off, you were coming down the cobblestone, and you pushed the doors open to the lusty blobfish. Like I said, uh, as you walk in, it's a little busy in here. Uh, A goblin, another goblin, a different one, sits on a small stage um, in the one corner of the bar. He, He plays a small guitar. And then you look around for a moment, and you don't need to roll, because you notice Leary lounging at the bar and speaking with the Marquis, who you happen to know also. You go ahead and approach them. Now, you've, had, you've done work with the Marquis. Um, he's another person, another contact. And now, you've never done work with them together. Well, this is the first time you've seen them together. He and I are of the same faith. Yes, you guys are both followers of Arsis. Arsis, yep. So that's where, that's where you'll meet them. You do. It also happens to be a Tuesday today. It's a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a Nick. It's a Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. But don't let it fool you. It is. It is a scary place to be. All right. I had. A, I had a completely different thing pictured. Okay. So 
Okay, all right. Uh, I get you. I get you. Yeah, this is scary. So what are you and Leary talking about anyways? I think we're probably talking about like, you know what? I would actually be picking her brain about like um, weeded ales or something. Like, I don't know. I'm just trying to be polite. And and you and you probably think that I'm like kind of coming off a little a little bit douchey, but at the same time, you admire that I'm it's, trying it's, to it's, like. It's kind of. I'm it's, trying it's to level soft, with it's you. A, it's a soft like. Uh, so how how about what do you think about the weather? <laughs> yeah, crazy, exactly. Right? But like geared towards like what I think your lifestyle is. You know what I mean? What's so I I hear you drink grog. Yeah. What's that like? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> This soup that you, is this, is this a it's slop a, or is it like a... I've, I've heard it's akin it's to, bath? what is that word? Gruel? Gruel? Because we say, we say roux. It starts with a roux, but is it a gruel? Like, you know, yeah. So, um, Amin, as you're walking up to the bar, you hear their conversation. And, um, Marky, you, you notice Amin walking up to the bar also. Oh, that's what I say. Oh, I raise my, my cane to you. Amon, good evening. How wonderful to see you. Oh, the pleasure is mine. You didn't know that she had called for him, but now you're like, okay, well, yeah, no. Is this who you sent for? Who else? Well, your service outs aren't really cheap, are they? No. But your pockets are deep. Come on. Ah, are they, though? You stay away from my (laughs) books. Not recently, no. Uh, Shall we bring you up to date? Are we going to be serving Carsis? I wish, my friend, I wish. Um, rather to speak... There is uh, some outsiders inside this, well, I suspect to be on, inside this, whatever this place is. So there are more mainlanders in our predicament. And they um, were described to me as, dare I say, champions, which I know, not so unusual here, but you know how the docs speak. They don't lie, usually, especially when threatened with, you know, dangerous things. They seem to say things like escape and way out. Go on. Exactly. Well, I figured we'd investigate it. And if worst case scenario, maybe it's just somebody we can extort. What you're saying is you want me to join both of you in extorting the services of mainland champions in an effort to get us off the island? I'm in. Capital. As you say that, you guys feel a really stout push by you. Grimdorf, you're walking back into um, the lusty blobfish, and you push by these locals that you just don't really catch your eye right off the bat. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> oh, my God. You're very much excused. Oh, my God. I love it. This fucking Grimdorf again. <laughs> oh, this fucking guy. <laughs> Grimdorf, you were... I smell booze. (laughs) (laughs) I see this uh, rather large dwarf (laughs) who's probably dressed in nice finery and carrying a large sword on his back, yeah? Yep. And I'm like... "Uh, mm." Certainly looks like we're in the right place. Let me think for a minute. Salutations, dwarf. Hmm? I said salutations. Oh. And greetings to you as well. I don't believe you've met? No, but I think I know who you are. Do you? Well, not specifically. Are you on an errand of some sort? Hmm. Of some sort. You have a moment. 
I could spare one. And your name? Why, well, I am the Marquis. The Marquis of what? Voltaire. Voltaire? Yes, Deverin Voltaire. Can I roll something to see if I know who he is? Uh, yeah. All right, what can I roll? Let's see here. Let's see if we can pop. Could be intelligence there. and uh, no, it's not called heraldry. What is it called, Neil? Um, stuff like seneschal, 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 or nobility. Thank you, Seth. Uh, I, I just saw it from the list. Intelligence and seneschal. Oh, I've got thoughts of it. What's the difficulty? Uh, it's a little random. For the Marquis, seven. Three successes. You've heard of him, but he's been kind of another radar for the last, I don't know, seven years or so. Marquis Voltaire. It's been a long time since I've heard that name. Capital, you've heard my name. Certainly. And you are? Why, of course, I'm Grimdorf. Grimdorf. Of Dwarfholm. Nick, I rolled um, actual nobility. In Tradegate? And intelligence. Okay. And I got two tens and a nine. Okay. Uh, you know exactly who he is. He's a lieutenant in the Merchant's Guild. Kind of a big deal. He's a prince. I do um, a, a very courteous bow. And he doesn't belong here. And but Neither um, do you. Yeah. <laughs> but I do a courteous bow and I say, My lord, I know exactly who you are. Tregate, 5th Division. Lieutenant, are you? I show you my necklace, which is... I push past a necklace. If you have theology, you might see the other one. but And I pull out a different one, which is a medallion. I do not have theology. Okay. So I push past, I push past one. He pushes past pushes one. Pushes past one. <laughs> and <laughs> I show you the second medallion, which is the guild medallion. Ah. You were with allies. How is uh, how's Mortimus reacting to this conversation? Mortimus isn't there. Oh. Are you saying? I said... You're with allies. Mortimus is waiting for you back in the tavern. Do I have allies? You have allies now. As I show you the medallion. Hmm. You said Grimdorf, right? Yes. May I introduce you to my associates? Certainly. Amon and Leary. <laughs> this is the illustrious Leary. She is quite not illustrious at all in your dwarven opinion. She just looks like a plain street all person. <laughs> all you humans look alike. <laughs> she is a keeper of secrets and shadows. I see. Larry, this is Grim Dwarf. He is, as I suspected, someone of great importance. Pleasure to meet you, Grim Dwarf. And this is the elf Amon, a monster hunter, amongst other things. With ravishing arms. Oh, and beautiful eyes. <laughs> I don't believe I've seen an elf of your complexion before. Uh, I don't imagine many have. Grimdorf, we have heard of your travels here, and I must say... Uh, You've heard of my travels here to this island? Yes. There have been local speaking. Hmm. We sought you out. Is there someplace private we can speak, maybe? Perhaps. I... Motion for you to follow me back to. I look room. at you guys for like approval. Like, yeah, is this cool? All right. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Larry, Larry, Larry kind of nods and, you know. I turn back at these two and I kind of give them like a wink with my good eye. 
<laughs> he looks like he's got something stuck in his eye because he's Oh, no, I don't. Come on. I have a fucking charisma of five. You Come know on, it's a fucking wink. It. You know it's a wink. It's a charisma of five. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you guys see this? Just, as long as we don't have to drink the blobfish juice. <laughs> no, that's I'm not. That's ah, a different game. I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Seth. Ah. <laughs> Novak did it. Novak did Novak it. Did failed. <laughs> he, oh, he, he tried and failed. No, he, he tried, tried to die. die. <laughs> as, as soon as we, uh, as soon as we walk in the door to the bar, I kind of vaguely screech in Tartar's direction, like, <laughs> you know. Ooh, she says. Ah, oh, Tartar! She comes and embraces no you. See, I give her a big, like, kinda, a big, crusty hug. Yeah, but you avoid her herpes on <laughs> oh, her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gift that keeps on giving. You know what, though? <laughs> what I do watch is Grimdor's reaction to Tartar. I'm curious. I, I, I'm very nice to her. Yeah, but does he keep his difference distance? No, your empathy, huh? Leary, she she uh, she starts telling you about this long story about how you know four sailors came in and and it was just like really descriptive and it's really nothing really happens in it. And then when she gets to the end, she just kind of looks at you. And she's like, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. She's doing her best to try and hold what she thinks people have conversations about. <laughs> she's a goblin. She mm -hmm. doesn't know what normal conversations consist of. So she's just telling you something that happened, but it has no relevance to anything. Yeah. I, at this point, I'm very much used to that from Tartar. I've, I've probably known her since I was a kid. Yeah, she this she's been the only owner of this place since you can remember. Oh, yeah. Uh... Tartar, do you mind if we uh, use the back office? We just wanted to have a little conversation, if you don't mind. She kind of barks at you. like, I, 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 I. She says, uh, you can have the whole front of the lobby. There's nobody up there, and you can shut the gates if you want. The the, 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 the corridors is what she says. And it's basically sliders that pull out. Look up here. 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 Hey, guys. Hey, guys. I got um. He goes... <laughs> I got two ones, a nine, a ten, a nine, and a seven to read Grimdorf's kind of like behavior to. So even if he's hiding something, I'm, I might see something. I mean, Grimdorf, do you dislike goblins, obviously? Not at all. Really? Huh. No, but is he like, is there any aversion at all to this fucking creep? I know, I said, if there isn't any, then be genuine. Not at all. I got nothing against goblins, and uh, I, he likes to flirt with old ladies. Because it's really easy. All right. So he's actually kind of flirtatious with her a little bit. She thinks he's disgusting because he's a dwarf and she's a goblin. Okay. But she's like, mm, she kind of. And Grimdorf finds she kind that of plagiarizes him a little bit. <laughs> All right. And she kind of goes, <laughs> walks away like, yeah, disgusting dwarf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. But he seems quite pleasant with her. He seems like a genuine. Creature of Farine, which is, or not Farine, uh, uh, Obesia, which is, uh, far and few between. Um, I introduced myself to Tartar. She says, I, I know he is. Uh, Nick, I have a linguistics of five. Oh, okay, so you can understand Goblin then. Yeah. Or under, under talk. She says, I know you are. Well, I, I, I feel, uh, an appropriate. You never frequent my bar, she says. That's why I feel that I should introduce myself appropriately. I bow. I am the Marquis Voltaire. He kind of puts her head down like you're ducking something. 
No, my dear, it's a, it's a, just a bug. No, it's it's etiquette. Well, how would you? There's not a word in goblin for etiquette. No. <laughs> All right, I stop and I say, <laughs> in goblin, I say, how do you? How does one? There's introduce? a word for proper. Yeah, how does one properly introduce themselves in your way? She reaches and grabs your cocknail and just squeezes really hard. I don't even fuck. <laughs> Hang on. Here's what's funny. I don't even flinch. I just look down. And she just walks away. <laughs> Leary is like just keeping a deadpan, like straight face. <laughs> but this I whole do look thing. at her my, and I'm like, my character's cracking up right now. Like, <laughs> I don't know whether to be turned on or. Horrified. Maybe a bit of both. She's absolutely fucking with you. That's not how goblins greet each other. <laughs> she just didn't know what to make of you. You're just too fancy for her. Come on, let's go up front. We can talk. Too fancy. Grimdorf, these are the first people you've seen in Ackermann that are actually kind of friendly. Nice. So it's actually a little comforting. For you, especially. Your kind of character. You know? Pray tell, Grimdorf, you are not here alone, are you? I am not. You are with another? Others. Others? Forgive my prying, I just... I'm curious. We may have a common goal. You want to leave the island? None so loudly. Continue. How about you introduce us to your companion or companions and we'll go from there. Hmm. I can assure you there is no ill will here. We are on the same page. And how did you know I had companions? The dogs have ears. The dogs have ears. What do you know of my companions? That he's an older gentleman who most people assume is mad. Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. I only ask for your own protection. How do you mean? Yeah, you know what you're mixed up in now, Grimdorf, and it's not what you expected in your life. (laughs) My companion, Mortimus, is... Wait, what did you say? Nick, I'm going to roll. Okay. Unpredictable. 9 and 6 and a 10. A 9 and 6 and a 10? With 10... You only heard it, nothing. Of one Mortimus ever in any thing. But that's a prime. There is only one Mortimus that I know of, and he's a fate seeker. A prime, a celestial. A what? This creature you speak of, this man, does he have white eyes? Does he have white eyes? Oh, yeah. Completely blank. I stop you. Uh, but in a nice way, like on your your arm, kind of like to hold you for a minute. And I look at you two, and I give you that look, like, yeah, this is the real deal. I've heard of this. Uh, asking about his white eyes. No, I I, I grab Seth. I look All at right. them. This is the real deal, and I say, I say to them. Well, I, first I say to Grimdorf, Gr- Grimdorf, Grimdorf. Uh, in Dwarven, though, I say, my good sir, do you... Oh. You say what? I say, my good sir, do you mind if we have a moment with my, with my companions just while we in, while you fetch your companion in privacy? The Grimdorf, you look to your right and 
Mortimus has been there the whole time. <laughs> they don't see him, though. But you can ask my companion yourself. I motion over to him. There's nothing there, no. There's nothing there, Marquis. I, I look at you with confused eyes. I look back at Mortimus. Keep the conversation what? going. I'm... What are you doing? Definitely interested. Why can't they see you? I see him talking, so I, I look over and I, I, I look more into... He wants to embarrass me right now. We shall meet you then uh, in this room for a moment, but just give us a moment to talk amongst each other. This is there's much to take in. Certainly. I, I got up and give them their space. Is Mormon... Or, or, sorry. Is Mortimus following me or is he sticking at the table? He's just kind of looming, watching what they're doing, kind of watching what you're doing. Well, as I walk by him, then I say, whisper to him, let me know what they say. We can tell you what they're going to say already. Larry, I'm on. Larry, I'm on. What do you know of the primes? The primes? Is that some weird religious thing? If you're asking that question, then yeah. <laughs> you have no idea. Neither one of you I'm saying out of character. Yeah. Yeah. What do you know of me? Uh, that you have deep pockets, a love for... She, like, lists off your usual drink orders yeah, at for the last seven years, for, yeah. You know, like, that you... And, like, lists a few, like... She knows of, a lot about you, Of your, apparently. like, little indiscretions that you've <laughs> had. And then it's like... And uh, that you're... I s and that, you know, according to that necklace around your neck, you're some sort of religious fellow. Mm, my true love, then. Yes. I, I'm trying to give you an opportunity to get out of this situation if you choose so. This is not normal. Uh, this is not a normal situation. And I feel bad now inviting you here because maybe you're a little blind to the situation. And I'd like to enlighten you before we head forward. Enlighten away. This creature that awaits us in the next room. Amon, Leary. I suspect is a fate spinner. One who works for beings beyond things that we understand. I believe that this creature can help us get off of this island. At what cost? I don't know. But I believe that it can help us get off of this island. And I say it very strongly. This creature is not a human. It's not a man. It's not an elf. It's something different. So if, it would, if you choose to... to if you choose to wander further into the unknown with me, I welcome with you with open arms, but this is your way out if you choose so. I'll certainly hear people out. Yeah, uh, getting off the island isn't something that people like you All right. in your business do often. And even if you got off the island, it's a dream of yours, exactly. Larry, but you... Don't even know what you would do off the island. And honestly, you've never even heard me talk about leaving the island. So this is news to you. Yeah. And it's stuff that people don't talk very openly about. This Mon? is definitely something, Amon, that uh, you're like, uh, <laughs> potentially. I'm ready to go at any time. Let's do this. <laughs> well, then, madam, it is, it is strictly up to you whether or not you choose to venture forward with us. And you say you wish to hear what is to be said, but be careful. Well, what you may hear may not be unheard. Not to sound too 
Let's go introduce ourselves. <laughs> you pass your back, Grimdorf. You see Grimdorf walking as you're saying that. Mm, seems. Despite your best efforts, I think I'll see for myself. My lady, I venture to you to meet them first then, because I'm polite. Mm -hmm. Grimdorf, you walk in, and behind Grimdorf, you see what looks like kind of ginormous, but I mean, he's really not that big. He's pretty large. Uh, but compared to a dwarf, he's very large. Is he as big as the fucking elf? Oh, yeah. Yeah, easily. 6'3", really? Oh, yeah. He's great. Uh, Mortimus is about 6'5", so he's okay. a big dude. Um, but he carries himself not so large. Yeah, he hunches over and his yeah. haunches. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Not to sound redundant, but yep. they're two different words. <laughs> well, thank you for explaining that. You see them come in, and you see Mortimus, and you see Grimdorf. You guys know what Mortimus looks like. The listeners should know what Mortimus looks like. All the full-color drawings will be on by the time this episode airs. Grimdorf, what do you look like right now? Huh. Uh, I guess I'm a little bit more nicely dressed, like we were discussing before. I wanted to actually be attracting attention from people right now, so he's wearing uh, a cap with a long feather in it, uh, a cloak that's a nice, lovely green color. Uh, with some, uh, sorry, yeah. with some, I guess you could call them, uh, banners hanging from them with his house sigil, uh, sewn onto them. And he's, uh, he's a redhead, right? And he's, yep, redhead. Big, thick, bushy beard. Big, thick, bushy beard looking Santa like Santa nose. Claus. Firebush. Fire <laughs> rosy cheeks and a rosy nose. He's got long hair. Or? Warm smile. Uh, and he's wearing it under a hat right now, but the yeah, he's got long hair. Yeah, I was gonna have it braided uh, and like up in his back hat. and up. Yep. Does he look uh, hardened or does he look soft? Uh, he looks soft if you just look at his face, but his clothes are definitely worn around the the hems. Uh, he's been traveling. Yeah. Mortimus, long black cloak, black hood, big black beard, glowing eyes. And Mastercraft, if that is such a thing in this world, armor, black and gold armor underneath it, full plate. But it, he hides it. So as he comes in, he looms, but only to hide his size. Because like I said, he's about 6'5", and he looks unnatural. Doesn't look human. He looks, I mean, aside from the glowing eyes, he just looks and carries himself unnaturally. He looks uncomfortable. He raised his hands. Well, hello. Shall we have a seat? Drink some ale? Smoke some... Binaries? Indeed. Is this place safe from... You tell us. We're not locals here. He sits down on a big chair. Not even a big chair. It's one of the small chairs around the table in there. And it kind of creaks a little bit like it's about to give at any moment, but he stays in it. And he throws a sack of smoking pipe you, weed on the table. A sack of what? My lady, there are two ways we can go about this. You can ask your associates on the outside to keep prying ears from siphoning the voices inside of here, or I can force it. I mean, I told Tartar we needed to have a private conversation, so we should be all set, but extra precautions never hurt. There's a reason we're staying in this hotel. Still, it is not for the luxury. Still, there are things that I uh, I do not trust. If you wouldn't mind, I would like to take my own precautions. Do what you need to. 
Have a seat, order a drink. I'll do the rest. Whatever it takes to get off this stink hole. Easy, my friend. Leary kind of sticks her head out the door and, like, shouts to Tartar to bring some booze into the room. And She, she goes, she goes, the scab? Or... She points to her cabinet of what she considers fineries. <laughs> get get the good stuff from under the counter. Okay. <laughs> she leans down and grabs some, you know. Because under the counter is better than top shelf. <laughs> Traveled <laughs> brandies and bourbons and whatnot spirits. She brings a couple out. She puts a loaf of dried bread on the table. It looks like she's never ate in her life. Um... She puts some raw fish on the table, which she seems very pleasant about. And then um, some kind of dried fruits and whatever, some other stuff. And just kind of piles whatever she's got back there on the table. <laughs> some of it she's like, uh, there are things she's like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, She's Tyler. very vocal about it, too. And she shuts the doors behind her. And she kind of looms back in. <laughs> but you notice the window shutters are down. What are you trying to do? Okay. Uh, so, names are in order, are they not? How about you? You don't look like you belong here, Elf. You uh, look mommin'. I am not from here. I look mommin'. Under the glistening, shiny troll armor. Whoa. And pretty face. You're definitely mommin'. I am through and through mommin'. My name is... Ooh, uh, <laughs> My name is Amon. And you? Wardemus of the Primes. It was my pleasure. I wouldn't pleasure it yet. And you? Larry Corbin. A local, nonetheless. Indeed. I can tell. Ah, uh, there's something. You don't belong here either. Ah. Uh. Does it mean you belong here? Point taken. Point is, I don't think any of us belong here. So, is the point that we can leave? Are you telling me or asking me? I am asking you. Do you have a way off of here? Do I have a way off here? Ah. Uh. Yes. Okay. I believe I've found my way off this island. My pointy ears are open. By all means, chair. Hold, please. Um, I have to spend a faith point. Okay. Okay. And then... Uh, I'm going to roll six dice. Okay. And I'm going to make sure that... What's nobody, your difficulty? Um, for something like this, it'd be up to you, but something like this, something simple, would be like a difficulty six or seven. It's basically uh, casting um, silence around us so nobody can hear what we're saying. Okay. Uh, so I'd say six then. Okay. That better. So it's gonna be sixty ten difficulty for six, rolling one faith point. I'm gonna blow a willpower point just to make sure I make this roll because I want to make sure that it happens. And uh, let's see what did I roll here: a ten, a six, and two ones. So I get one success. Out of character, Dottie. This is not how this game is going to go. <laughs> I'm sorry if my cat's biting you. I'm not, there's no biting happening. Oh, is that Tato? Yeah, he's yeah. No, he will bite you. He oh, will yeah. bite you. He will bite you. Be careful. He, oh, will, yeah. he will bite the shit out of you. All right. It's kind of like having a landmine on your lap. 
Uh, I dig that. Can uh, I can I mic it here for a minute? Because this is not a it's yes. not a small task. Of course. All right. Um, I hit my staff down, and you guys hear me praying in a language that you don't understand. Uh, Mortimus, Mortimus understands all languages, so he would understand what I'm saying. Um, but I don't know anybody else who would understand this language. So what do you do? Uh, I pray and I say, may Karsis make this room silent and obscure to those who wish to know the secrets of what we desire. Uh, my, uh, my character like falls to his knees as you pray and... Grimdorf, you are mildly uh, reminded of West Pergamon. Yeah, my smile definitely drips off my face for a minute. Not entirely fond of the uh, Marmon magic. No, it's not Marmon magic. You don't see anything on me other than my the color of my skin yeah, is Marmon. There's no medallions. There's no... It reminds you of West Pergamon in a sense of the Death Head. Oh. Hmm. Well, gentlemen, we are safe to speak now. So I sit down. I don't believe there'd be any prying ears that can... What is that you just did? It's a ward of sorts. Hmm. I'm sorry. It's very rude of me. I'll say now. I am a... Vanguard of the god Karsis, the god of fertility, death, cycles. Of fertility? Yes. I've only ever heard of Karsis spoken of as the god of death. It is an unfortunate. Yet accurate in most circumstances. A lot of people take advantage of hmm. those aspects. That there, are, there are a lot of believers in Karsis who much rather are farmers, really. And there's a lot of them that raise death heads in the north. That's where we just came from. Well, it's aside from the point. There are extremists, uh, extremists in any group, really. I'm sure. And I'm sure we'll meet some here. I can assure you I am not one of those. I look back at you, Grimdorf. Well, your reputation with the guild does precede you. So, I would give you the benefit of the doubt. I would appreciate as much. Needless to say, this place is safe to speak. Fantastic. Let's speak. He starts lighting his pipe. I know myself I have been stranded here for nine years. Nine long years. I was on a trade ship. Surely I... there must have been ways to get off the island. Oh, there are very secret ways but most of them include indebted certitude ransoms or just plain slavery the ships that come in and out of the harbor they're not normal ships it's either the Azgul who have their navigators or it's the if you could think of such a thing worse kind worse than the Azgul yes yes worse than an Azgul or the Osgool. That being said, there are some of us on the island that don't belong here and don't wish to stay. I am one of those. I have a life outside of this place, and I have been working very tirelessly to try to get off of this island. This elf next to me, I know, does not wish to stay here. Leary, 
I'm you ready can to speak go. for yourself, I think. This would be an opportune time for me to leave. I see much things in your future, and they don't all involve our coast. Interesting. I know who he is, and I also know who you are, and I know that both of you don't belong here. So maybe there is an accord that we can come with, a pact, one that is of mutual understanding. Mutual understanding. Yes, we work together to get off of this island. All normal no- nomenclature aside, you and I will never have a mutual understanding. How do you mean? I understand things that you will never understand, and it will never be mutual. You're right, and there are the things that I understand that you will never dream to. Of elder gods? <laughs> what that is that, is what is that coming from? I think that is from the cat playing with my headphone cord. Oh. Why? Why'd you let him out? Get him Tato, go. no! Get him the fuck Sorry. out of here! What have you done? Oh, oh my god, Tato! What happened? Oh, Jesus! Now there's reverb. Oh my god! Oh, that's bad. But I think we have a mutual goal, if that's what you mean. I believe so. Yes, I see it. So we have a cat. We have an accord. Not yet. Let me tell you what I see. I see you, Maki. You're going to find us a way off this island. <laughs> I can assure you, if I knew a way off this island, I would have found it long ago. I have foreseen it. It's going to happen now. He gets all plain. <laughs> okay, your so you're a prophet now. Larry kind of like looks at you, looks at Mortimus, looks around the room. He seems quite mad. Shakes her head, kind of shrugs. If we all have the same goal, we can all work towards it, yes? Of course. I think so. But it's going to be him. I can tell. He will find the way for us to leave. It's been spoken. <laughs> he goes back to smoke his pipe. <laughs> you hear that, Marquis? It's been spoken. Capital. Oh, you don't believe me? Oh, I believe. I know who you are. Okay, then. What's the problem? Find the way off the island. Try to be discreet about it. We don't want... I suppose we'll have your help in this endeavor. Will you just sit here in the shadows and wait? I will offer what services I can afford. What services can you afford other than making claims of grandeur? I don't make ever claims of grandeur. This conversation's a dead end, I warn you. You've done this before, I see. I'm still amused. You used marquee and discreet in the same sentence. <laughs> I won't <laughs> embarrass my dwarven friend. Maybe Grimdorf can enlighten us to... He can enlighten you to how I was right on every venture coming to this place. Grimdorf. I did not foresee 
being intercepted by Arcos. I admit that. I don't see everything. How did you two end up here in the first place? Why don't you tell them, Mortimus? It's much easier to show them. It's kind of impossible at the moment. Don't let him show you. He will teleport you. That's what he does. Wait, what? It's quite disconcerting. What? Then why not teleport us off to this island? What a question that is. He rolls this large, beautiful ring across the table. It's all encrusted in gold and I'll roll for magic emeralds. Yeah. And it just kind of rolls a, real slowly. And, and a set, uh, 10, two eights and a seven. Oh, yeah, you feel lots of ether from it. It just rolls very slowly across the table and then stops in the middle and kind of does a little spin like a big coin would. And when it lands, you see a big crack going through one of the emeralds. I see. So your magic teleport ring is broken. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Slightly ignorant way of putting it, but yes. May I? Well, simple. I I'll always. I'll take ignorant over simple. <laughs> I don't know anything about I gotta magic or. I gotta gods. reach for it. May I? I wouldn't. Oh, I can assure you, it's not going. He picks it up and puts it back in his pouch. I only wish to see if it's repairable. That's all. Not by the likes of you. So much faith, and yet so lack of faith. Interesting. I'm your salvation, but yet below you. You're my salvation when it comes to specific aspects of my future. And our future. But other... Things, not so much. I'll lift the, uh, the ward, and I'll stand up and point my staff, or my cane at Mortimus. Well, then I'll remember not to leave you here when it's time to leave. I would appreciate that. Grimdorf. Unless you choose to stay in this shithole, I have a very nice estate up in the Highlands. I request your company to stay in such a place. We have much things to talk about. And your companions are welcome too, of course. Well, they have their own homes, but they can come if they just wish. I see. Well, then, of course, I we gladly accept. We humbly accept your invitation. One of us stands up. <laughs> Puts his cloak up. A little further and starts packing his pipe weed up. Oh, I see. Mm. I, I turn you. into servant again. I, I apologize. A package deal. I have only one other question for both of you. It was told to us that um, there were more than you. There's just two. We lost one of our companions in travel. I have an idea of where he is. But I will get more information on it. I must think about it. He's on the island, I know that. But that's all I know at the moment. Well, I hope we don't leave him here. I have no intentions on leaving him here. Capital, then you'll come to my estate and stay with me then. I look forward to it. Gundorf, uh, probably settle a tab. <laughs> I kind of look at you like, do you need help? I shake my head. Nonsense. 
<laughs> he kind of says that and looks in his pouch like uh, sparingly. <laughs> I've got a commerce of four. Yeah, not with you at the moment. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, your commerce no, is four, no, but I've, you're, I've, I've you're. Got, I've got contacts of five, it's, which is not. Okay, you're so cute. I feel you. I feel you. All right. They will come in important, and it is important what your commerce is and what your financial Rimdorf, situation there are, there is. There are very, very important people here that I would like to introduce you to before we leave, if it is pertinent. Of course. This is important. Uh, the Marquis seems very confident in the fact that he thinks he's going to leave now just on having this short conversation with this bad man. You don't know what a prime is. You don't know. This <laughs> no. guy was fucking... In he your just, opinion, uh, he looked like a crazy eye with Nicodemus eyes. You know what I mean? Like that's and, and yeah, I'm the elves. Of, you have glowing eyes. So you're like, yeah, fucking whatever. That, I'm willing to go. <laughs> cool, his eyes are glowing. I mean, what does that mean? Fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Join the fucking club. I'm ready to go. I'm bored as fuck here. Maybe a bit of Grimdorf. Why are you guys doing things together? I would like to talk to my companions outside before you join us. Okay. Just Lead to establish some plans. Go ahead. I shall meet you outside when you're ready. Ah, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of look at you guys like... Um, <laughs> I mean, if we're all on the same team now... He kind of pats you on the shoulder, Neil. Who does? <laughs> Grimdorf, like, I'm oh. ready. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, Larry, um, if I can make a suggestion. Certainly, as long as we're not going to be talking about my fashion sense again. <laughs> of course not. I would never dare to travel down that road again. Um, if you could erase the presence of these two men, if you know what I mean. How much money do you need? Let me know, and I'll make it happen. But we need to find out what it'll take to remove these two characters from these docks. I don't want anybody else knowing that they're here. Oh, it's already been done, Mortimer says as he walks out of the hotel. Forgive me if I have a little lack of faith in your aptitude and more on hers. She will find that there was nothing left. Even still. I'll do some investigating, see what needs to be done. Pay off who you need to. Tell me what it costs. I shall pay for it. Indeed. I'm on. So be it. No offense. I don't take offense. You would be so kind to travel with Leary, just in case there's any trouble. Oh, I, I don't think she needs any help. Well, I've seen her work. <laughs> if I could be more specific. We, we work in two very different ways. I give you some money. There are some men on the docks that are owed money, but they need to be quiet about such a thing. If they don't wish to be quiet and use your own discretion, dump them in the fucking river. Oh, honey, I don't work quietly. All right. So, as I said, if you would be so kind to pay them, you'll know who he is. Uh, what is that? Lab, uh, the the bias. The 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 Leviathan. The oh yeah, the, the bias at the Leviathan. Tobias at the Leviathan. Tobias, you know him? Yeah. No. Oh, Tobias. Yes. Orc gentleman. No, Dark uh, Ashland. Ah, Ashborn. Oh, that's right. Like he, well, me. he constantly hanging out with that orc. Uh, yeah, I I know Tobias. We can find him. Um, I would rather you're not involved. I 
I give uh, I give Amon a very thorough description of Tobias. He's usually at the end of the bar. Uh, by now, his friend will have left, and he will be well into his cups. If he chooses the money, use your own discretion. If he wishes to stay quiet, leave him be. If not, dump him in the bay. Keep the money for your services. I'll charm him. Grimdorf. He starts walking away, and as you say, Grimdorf, you don't see Mortimus anymore, and you guys all get up from the tavern and make your way outside. Still a little busy in this area of the docks, and you guys start kind of walking away from the uh, the blobfish, the lusty blobfish, just making your way back into the upper parts of the dock systems kind of getting away from where you were at so you can have a conversation. Um, uh, it's it's not super busy here. It's pretty starting to kind of sprinkle again. And, um, you know, you guys hear thunder again in the distance. If you want to go ahead and roll your uh, perception alertness for a initiative, I'm going to give you a little one up here to kind of tuck away real quick uh, because you two noticed something here right at the end. You said percept- perception alertness? Yep. Okay. Precipitation and alertness? Perception. Okay. Perception. Roll your perception and alertness, quiz boy. <laughs> Hope that you don't fail. Hmm. Uh, let's see. We've got <laughs> two. Uh, uh, two successes. Rolling like garbo. Uh, it's enough for you to kind of talk away real quick. And you notice, like, she's there, and then she's like, kind of. Go ahead and give me a. Uh, a dex, uh, was it dex and stealth? Uh, you want stealth or subterfuge? Stealth, actually. Kind of sipping away. Four and four. Marquis, you see four pariahs walking up to you. Now, pariahs are Osgul on this island that are not affiliated with a boat, with a longboat. So they're, they're raiders without a longboat. Pariahs are raiders without a technically a chieftain. Okay. Um, but you know that these pariahs... Are we inside or outside now? You guys are outside, kind of like okay. separating and everybody's kind of going their ways. Um, Amon just leaves and Mortimus is suddenly not there. And Grimdorf is still there, though. Grimdorf is still there and you see Leary just right into the shadows, just gone. As she notices these pariahs walking up. These are dangerous men. Now they're pariahs, but they have found a chieftain. And you know this. He's also a pariah. Does he have a name? Speak into the mic, please. You know that they're Chieftain 
is a man named Beltrast Underman. What do I know about this person? Well, you know that he's an Osgul ship raider, and he's a High Northman chieftain, or was, and warlord. He's been on the island about three years, and he's been making a name for himself. He's gathered most of the Osgul pariahs on the island to follow him. And you've worked with him. And he's not happy particularly about some of the stuff that's happened. Can you fill me in? It's later details. Just go along with it. All right. He's not happy with me or with, or I'm not happy with him? It's a little bit of both. The transaction didn't go quite as planned that you guys had planned. We'll get further into that in the All future. Right. I gently, I have my cane in my right hand. I gently touch Grimdorf on his arm. And I say, trouble on the horizon. Ready your sword if need be. And they say in Osgul, in these Which I understand. barking kind of Northman orders. Our chieftain is not happy with the exchange that we had. He demands to speak to you. Apologies all around, but that was from quite time ago. Our chieftain never forgets. If there was a problem, then why not speak to me sooner? This is in the middle of the night. It's not very appropriate. There are other things going on. They look to you guys. Uh, they don't see you, Leary, but they look to Grimdorf. I. I suggest you come with us. And if I decline? Well, then I guess we'll have to make you. There's four of us. There's two of you. <laughs> right. So you can't How far make away us. are they, Nick? They're within ten feet as they were walking up to you. Um, I say in Dwarven, draw your soul, would you? Yeah, I uh, whip the uh, scabbard off my sword. They kind of take a step back a little bit. You Northmen, do you know of the god of death? Greetings. You speak of such things on your boats, on your longboats. We'll end it there. No, hang on. Can I just do something before we end it? Sure. Nice. Nine, ten, nine, and a six. I touch Grimdorf's hand. Grimdorf, your blade turns bright blue with flames. Oh, shit. All right. I like it. <laughs> Let me show you what the god of death can do. All right. We'll go ahead and end it there then.
however tiresome the redundancy of confrontation always is, I'm fairly confident I've found the people responsible, well, at least will be responsible for aiding me in the exit of this miserable prison. I'm still yet to find the rest of my companions that I started this journey with, but I'm sure the likes of Leary and Amon, joined by the Marquis, will do just fine until my search for Octavius resumes. But something tells me that this is just the tip of what the Elder Gods have most explicitly assured me is the start of our journey. I feel, no, I know, that my part in this story is something much grander than I intended and see now that this wasn't an accident in me arriving here. But we will have to wait and see what happens next, for these next steps lay the path of deliverance. I know that's a little bit of a... I'm not quite the fighter, but I can make you guys badass. That's what I do. Yeah. A couple minutes. Oh, go ahead. Yep. Um, that was a little bit of a slow start. Yeah, and, 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 and honestly, um, my accent's going to waver until I get a hold of it. Like That's fine. It's the music and the headphones, and I, I keep hearing Baddias in my fucking head. I feel like I had a lot more to do role-playing-wise than I did almost all of last season, so I had a good time. Alright, good. Yeah, I, it's it's a little bit of like I said, the, it doesn't have the quite the allure of a crazy dead lady in a lake when you get a fighting <laughs> fucking you know entry and. Yeah, but that was like, like the over. last couple episodes of the show. It wasn't the first episode of the show. True. Yeah, this this doesn't have the same mystery feel yet. What, what I like about this, if I can interrupt, yeah, okay, okay, is that the players, so me and Dottie. Yeah. have a relationship and it's a good one yeah me and Dottie and Peter's character have a relationship and it's a trusting one yes me and Grimdorf know who each other are and we respect each other and um, I would say that there's some trust there yeah because yeah. of what we do commerce. yeah definitely yeah we're both into commerce and I know who Mortimus is yeah because of legend yeah and I know he's not fucking around so I think that there's right out of the gate Versus the first game and the other season where we're all like, you meet in a tavern. What are you wearing? Like, <laughs> well, I have a gray ice. Like, oh. this this episode, there's there's three players that already know each other and work together and know each other and have a common cause. There's two players that off island know of each other and have a common cause. Yeah. Oh. And well, then there's more to miss. There's gonna be this. This is. This is going to be a heavy season, man. Um, I, I I was kind of talking to Dottie earlier, and I was like, ah, you know, I was I really want to hit you guys with something out of gate, but I don't want it to be like this fucking bananas thing. I just want it to be something that gets you guys a little bit comfortable and rolling your characters, but also 
still kind of reserves some kind of uh, feeling of like, okay, well, there's a lot more to come from this. So I, I decided, you know what, next episode is going to obviously be some confrontations. But mostly this buildup is this idea, in my opinion, which is what is your character and what is your character and what is your character going to do to work this out? Because... Mortimus isn't going to give you the answer, obviously, because he doesn't know the answer. I think just you saying out of the gate to somebody like my character who is... What is the exact definition of pious? It doesn't mean necessarily... He's faithful. That's right. Is he it faithful? Faith. It's not yeah. actually good, right? No, he's faithful. <laughs> is, well, that, is that really what pious is? Is Christianity good? Is, no, I no, mean, but is pious means just like... Yeah, faith he's faithful. Right? He's got yeah. faith. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I think someone who has faith meets a celestial... Who deals in fate? Yeah, my character hears the words. So when he says you're gonna find, you're gonna a figure way. this out. It's like a self, um, yeah. whatever prophecy. You know what I mean? Like a self. So you could be full of self-fulfilling, sh- self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, exactly. You could be full of shit, but you're gonna work it out. Anyways. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna figure it out, even if I didn't know it before. And I now have two people who maybe I wouldn't have looked towards for exactly. that answer, but now we're here together. And I, in secret, they both said, "Hey, you know, it's time to get the fuck out of here." And I, I think it's just my character sees that as, okay, these are the fucking moons aligning. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Well, cool, man. I appreciate you guys coming tonight. Um, I look forward to the games to come. I'm going to try and keep these a little bit shorter just to kind of keep them a little bit more digestible than those two and a half hour episodes that we were doing in season <laughs> one. <laughs> um, but I still want to make sure that we get enough gaming, and I feel like we did that tonight. So, um, again, I appreciate you guys coming. I have to say right out of the gate, like, I already want to be like where before <laughs> under circumstances like all I kept thinking was when are we going to be done so I can get the fuck out of here yeah. now I'm in a situation where like like we're in a real game session where I'm like oh we're, we're yeah, playing already well, do we have to stop <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> nice. yeah, yeah. I'm like damn yeah, it really we're already stopping yeah. oh, we just got started Solid. I just met Grimdorf like come on <laughs> yeah, yeah like no, no, no. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, too. And I got so much to show you guys in Arcos and just everything that is involved in this. It's not this. It's not as simple as just, oh, finding a way off the island. <laughs> I, I promise it's not, I'll it's not all that. Novak. I'm missing something. I don't know what it is, but... <laughs> But thanks again, guys. I appreciate you guys. You're making way out here. Uh, make sure you check out the website. I'm going to plug a bunch of shit here at the end. So. Are you going to go through all the drawings and stuff, too, so we can plug the yep. the website, the pictures? Yeah, the, I'm, I'm going to come back and post stuff. all that. Okay. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and get near here, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks hey. for coming out. Salute. Good times, man. Salute. Nice. Thank you for having we me. We who are about to die salute you. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> shit, I'm going to the... The, the music. I need the. Mu- I'm going straight into Baddiest, and I don't want to do that. I God need damn the music it. to be turned down, though. No, no. I just I'm like, the music's making me start talk like Baddiest, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> it just I just need it like cranked a little bit down. It's just. Oh. He showed you. Do you seriously need me to take it a little bit down? I mean, I feel like he's being pretty, like, mellow. No, he's, he's being really timid. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like he's being, like... Oh, beat me once. Shame on you. <laughs> beat me twice. Uh, give me a taste again. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit more. Just a little bit more. <laughs> the safe word is jello feathers. Jello biafra? <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a little more. <laughs>
There's a there's a really really huge uh, vacuum right now that used to be filled with nose whistling that I just miss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't miss it at all. It was, that, it was my comfort nose whistle. <laughs> This is fucking whistle. Dude, oh. Jake, take some more fucking Afrin, bro. <laughs> Jesus. No, you just know he's there. That's how you know he's there. I love my Jake. I miss him so desperately. It's Hogan. 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 Man, I want to thank everybody who keeps coming through and listening. I see you. I see you. On my uh, podcaster fucking shit, I can see the listens, and I see you. I see you listening, and I appreciate you. We all do. It's what keeps me coming back and digging into these fucking massive episodes and sessions. It's just me by myself. And, you know, I I have a lot of these episodes just sitting. They've been sitting for like a year, a year and a half. And I keep telling myself, I just opened up a business. My wife and I, we just opened up a, a tattoo shop and it's consumed most of my year this year. So I haven't been able to put as much time into this as I want. But I'm coming back in and I'm coming back in strong. I'm going to be doing it. So just bear with me. Um, if you want to email me, I, I have an email for you. I'm going to put it in the link of this episode. Email me. Also, check out obesia.com. I'm going to have some shit coming up soon. I got some cool stuff with Neil, the game, with new system, you know, all that stuff. Check it out. Check it out. Thank you again. Please, thank you. Keep listening. <laughs>